everybody. Welcome into the Wealth Guardian Show. You know, I've been in this business now nearly 30 years. Next year will be my 30th year in this business, and I have been blessed to have a very successful career and had many mentors to help me in in this career, Uh, one of which is Van Miller. Van is a a good friend of mine. He's been on the radio show, too, uh, several times. Van's a financial advisor up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And the other thing I like about Van is he's a Green Bay Packer fan, just like I am. But Van publishes a newsletter, and it's just basically for financial advisors. And, and, you know, he's got a lot of wisdom. And I thought on today's show I would I would pick out some of the things out of his recent July newsletter and, and talk to you about them. And, and one of those is the fiduciary standard. And I know you've heard a lot about this fiduciary standard. Because a lot of advisors have been uh, advertising uh, the fiduciary standard. And, and basically, l- let me just say this. What does it actually mean? So the Department of Labor <clears throat> basically has stipulated that beginning June the 9th of this year, that any financial advisor that operates with, gives advice of and about retirement dollars, whether that's 401k, IRA, 403b, whatever, has to operate as a fiduciary. Okay, so what's that? Basically, it stipulates two important things. Number one, I, as your fiduciary, must provide the best interest standard of care, which combines ERISA's prudent man rule and duty loyalty. And secondly, an advisor cannot receive more than reasonable compensation. And third, advisors may not make materially misleading statements. Okay. Like I said a moment ago, I have been blessed to have a very successful career. I'm a member of, uh, of um, the Million Dollar Roundtable. I'm a top-of-the-table member, member of the Forum 400. I meet financial advisors from all over the country. I know a lot of really, really successful financial advisors. In fact, I know most of the financial advisors that advertise on this radio station. And I will tell you this. I absolutely firmly believe that every single one of them operates in the best interest of their client. Do we make mistakes? Of course. We're human beings. I've made plenty of mistakes in my career. But I think every one of these folks really goes out of their way to do the best they possibly can for you, their client. There's one exception that advertises on this radio station, and I'm going to talk about him, and I'm going to name him in a minute, and why I think he's violating the fiduciary standard. But that's more to come. So, things that you need to understand uh, about this is... You know, we have to provide a lot of written information as to why we recommend a service, uh, a a fund, uh, an investment manager, and why we charge fees and and, uh, commissions and things like that. It has to be documented. It has to be proven that, you know, fund A is better for you than fund B is. That's that's all okay. But the thing is... With this, it's basically, in a lot of respect, a rule that really, in my opinion, and I think Van's opinion too, was never needed because, like I said a moment ago, uh, 
most of us have always operated with the best intent. You know, Van think, seems to think that this basically is a beginning salvo of a complete government takeover of the pension industry. And he says, you know, the industry is built on trillions of dollars in uh, IRA and 401k accounts. And we all know the government has hundreds of trillions of dollars in shortfalls in Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, federal pensions. You know, they have made promises that they can't keep. Now, we've, we know, we have known that there was a trial balloon raised by the Obama administration way back in, well, I guess it was during the middle of the financial crisis, 2008, because so many people had lost so much money in their 401ks, the trial balloon was, let's just have a government takeover of these 401ks and basically turn them into a pension. And I thought at that point in time that that was not going to happen. That wasn't going to be in any way could happen, not in this country. But like Van seems to think in this letter, this is the first step to potentially um, that kind of thing happening. And he goes on to document why and, and the reason for that. He says that basically we've got Social Security with $32 trillion in unfunded liability, and it's increasing every single day. There's going to be a huge bulk of baby boomers retiring from 2022 to 29. It's only going to get worse. Medicare is even in worse shape. Their unfunded liabilities is $100 trillion. And Medicaid is even worse. It's over $70 trillion. And, folks, did you know that one out of five Americans is on Medicaid? Medicaid alone? So, you know, if we look at the government and look at the debt that they've run up, has the government actually acted in a fiduciary manner to to, to us, its citizens? I would say absolutely not. So a fiduciary standard is important, I think, and it's important to you, our client, our customer, because it does make us accountable to you. It does make us um, have a higher standard. I have always considered myself a fiduciary to my clients. I'm a member of organizations that require that. In fact, the first preamble of the Million Dollar Roundtable says you absolutely must operate in the best interest of your of your customer. So I said a moment ago, I think that most of financial advisors do that. Uh, almost every single one of them that I know do that. Um, there's one advisor that advertises on this radio station uh, that I don't think is operating in, in a fiduciary interest, and it's basically the way he presents his, his commercials. His name is Ken Fisher. I've talked about Ken Fisher many times before. Ken Fisher is an investment advisor in Newport Beach, California, and he won't even speak to you unless you got a half a million dollars. And even then, you're not going to talk to him. You're going to talk to one of his surrogates. So what is it about Ken Fisher that I think violates the fiduciary standard? Well, he gets on this radio station, and he's on the TV and many other radio stations across America. And, and one thing he just shouts out from the very beginning is something like, I hate annuities. And his uh, latest commercial says, well, I will die and go to hell before I ever sell an annuity. 
Now, let me say something about that. Maybe you don't like annuities. That's okay. But you can't, as a fiduciary financial advisor, say that any one investment tool is wrong for somebody because that's clearly not the case. And it clearly violates your fiduciary standard of giving sound advice. You know, annuities aren't right for everybody. Neither are mutual funds. So I can't, as as a fiduciary, tell you that you shouldn't buy a, a certain mutual fund or an ETF or any other investment tool for that matter. So it really rubs me wrong that we have a, a, an advisor who, and by the way, he is extremely successful. I mean, that, that's not disputable. But the fact of the matter is what I think Ken Fisher does is he does a disservice to everybody out there who listens to his ads and doesn't understand what he's talking about, who doesn't understand how you put together a successful retirement portfolio. You know, a successful retirement portfolio has to have a lot of different things, and, and it all depends upon what your goals and your your objections are and what you want to do with your retirement. And maybe a, an annuity is, is a great tool for, for you, or maybe it's not. So, again, <clears throat> it really rubs me wrong that, that, uh, that this guy um, – has these types of ads going on. I mean, I, I just I just don't believe in them. In fact, I last night I was watching a, was one of the news shows on uh, on Fox, and his ad popped up, and there he was. Holy cow, he looks just like Anthony Weiner. I mean, you know, I've always heard that all of us somewhere have some, a, a look-alike, but oh my gosh, would you want to look like Anthony Weiner? I mean, this guy could be his twin. Oh, well. Enough on, on enough on that. Listen, you know we specialize uh, in, in our in our practice in in retirement planning. We have, you know, it's getting to the point now where just about every week I've got I'm, I'm helping a client retire, uh, and, and it's it's just absolutely wonderful. And, and when they come back in, I say, "Well, how's retirement going?" And they just they just beam. I mean, not a single one of them has ever told me I, I just wished I'd never retired. In fact, they say I wished I'd have retired earlier. So, again, I'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in and sit down with us and let's put together a retirement plan for you, a five-point master plan built upon fiduciary standard, by the way. And it would be my honor to have you come in my office and let's sit down and roll up our sleeves and go to work and get you retired in a very successful way, a tax-efficient way. You know, there's good ways and bad ways to take distributions out of your 401ks and your IRAs that um, help uh, eliminate or reduce taxes on your Social Security. I'll tell you what, it's amazing how quickly uh, you get yourself into the Social Security tax torpedo. And uh, we've got strategies and plans and ways to, to avoid that or eliminate as much as we can. So uh, give us a call at the office at 336-391-3409 and um, let's sit down together and uh, and get you, get you and your family uh, into the golden age, the retirement years that you've always dreamt about. So that's 336-391-3409 and we'll talk to you in just a bit.
And welcome back in to a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We've been talking about on today's show uh, the fiduciary standard and uh, how all of us now um, are required uh, to act as your fiduciary if we're talking about retirement plans and, and so forth. And, you know, I, I was I was talking earlier in the show about uh, how I believe that most all the financial advisors that I've ever met, and especially the ones that advertise on this radio station, have always tried to operate in the best interest of their clients. And I really mean that. Uh, I There's not a one of them with the one exception I talked about, and he's not even local. Uh, he's out in Newport, California. I think every single financial advisor that that I've met in, in this area and across the nation uh, really do go out of their way uh, to do the best thing they can possibly do for their client. But understand this, folks. Just because the DOL has christened us all as fiduciaries, that doesn't mean um, that we're infallible. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, most everybody, I mean, you're going to get a bad apple. Let's let's just face that. And the prime example, the prime example of a f- bad apple in a fiduciary pile is Bernie Madoff. He was a fiduciary. And how'd that work out for his clients? Not too good. So, you know, um, I was talking about my buddy Van Miller and, and his, his newsletter. I've been taking some ex- excerpts out of the, out of the newsletter and passing it on to you today. Um, basically, the bottom line is, and he feels a lot like I do, that um, what happened with the DOL and, and this rule, no amount of extra paperwork and documentation and rules and regulations is going to make us all perfect. It's not going to happen. You know, we, we're going to do our dead level best to do what's right for you. But in the final analysis, we're all human beings. We're all going to make some mistakes along the way. But as I said, there is, in my opinion, I have never seen a situation in which financial advisors, or most of them, at least the good ones, will sell you something that is um, maybe not in your best interest because it's more in their best interest. Maybe they get a little extra commission or they might get, uh, oh, who knows what, some trip or something like that. Um, we do a lot of work, a lot of hard work for each and every client out there. And, you know, we don't work for free. Nobody does. We deserve our compensation. But it's fair and it's reasonable and, you know, it's it's just. So I think uh, that's enough on the fiduciary standard. Just understand this. We all are fiduciaries now and we all must um, operate in your best interest. Moving on, um, he's got another article in, in his newsletter. It says, can we even afford to live to um, age 100? Because, you know, we, we are living longer now, and every year there's more and more centurions uh, out there. But uh, the bottom line is this. Uh, we talked about unfunded pension liability. Um, the World Economic Forum disclosed that eight major world economies had unfunded pension liability of over $428 trillion by 2050. All right. Now, I know that's a big number. 
Okay, the United States and China alone account for 250 trillion of that. Now we're talking 2050. That's only 30 years away. We got to start working on this problem. Now I said 428 trillion dollars of unfunded liability. That number is meaningless to you and me both. I mean, that's who, who can figure that out? Let me put it in perspective for you. The total gross domestic product of the entire world per year is $75 trillion. So in other words, it would take six years of total worldwide gross domestic production to account for that $428 trillion, which if we did, it doesn't matter anyway because we'd all be dead because nobody could eat anything, right? Well, that's a big problem. Now, number two, let's look at Illinois. Illinois has been in the news lately, hasn't it? Illinois has $146 billion in unpaid bills. In fact, nobody's taken state credit cards out of Illinois. In fact, Illinois has to send their state troopers out with envelopes of cash just to gas their cruisers up because nobody will take a credit card from Illinois. How is Illinois going to get out of this problem? You know, their uh, their pension, the, the, the Chicago Police and Firefighters Pension Fund is completely broke and busted. Um, they have something in the neighborhood of... Uh, $928 million in benefits uh, that are due to over 14,000 recipients and have $150 million in assets. <laughs> that doesn't work, does it? Illinois is going to have to raise taxes. And what they're looking at now is their income tax is going to go up $1,000 per every man, woman, and child in Illinois. Now, Illinois is not the only state in trouble. There's a lot of them. And most of them, I have to tell you, most of them have been Democrat-controlled for years and years and years. New York is not far behind Illinois. Neither is California. It's a massive problem that's headed our way. So why am I telling you this? Why is Van talking about this? Because this is the beginnings of what I think is going to be a major reset in our financial system. And it's going to be a reset that is going to have major negative impact on your future retirement accounts. You know, I've talked about this a lot. You know, I've told you that the stock market is artificially high. And I have been expecting a major correction for years, and it hasn't occurred yet. It will. It's coming. It's out there. Trump's election and the so-called Trump bump in the, in the financial markets has certainly staved off what potentially could have been a pretty bad correction that was setting up last year. But the problem I see is the policies that the Trump administration wants to put forth are being um, fought against tooth and nail, not just by the Democrats, but by some of the Republicans as well. 
you know, it's imperative that we get tax reform in this country. We're paying way too much in taxes. There's trillions of dollars in corporate profits sitting in overseas banks that if they would bring it over here and repatriate it back and put it back to work and capital spending and raises and hiring people, that alone would just ignite this economy. Most of you out there who work for a living, which is all of us, haven't really had a raise in a long, long time. You haven't seen your standard of living increase in years. And that's sad. That is a sad, sad testimony to to this country. So while things... um, we have we have a situation right now where we've got a lot of potential problems that could uh, unwind the financial markets, and that concerns me greatly because most of you have no idea of what's going on. I mean, for example, did you know Illinois was in so much trouble? I mean, did you know that we have these trillions of dollars of unfunded Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid liabilities? Most of you don't. At any rate, what I'd like to do is to offer you the opportunity to come in and sit down and let's talk about your situation. Let me show you how. Well, it's not perfect. It's not, uh, you know, uh, the be all and and answer to everything. Let me show you what we're doing for our clients that I think will, will protect you through whatever's coming. You know, we've got a lot of good strategies that, uh, that we have in place that will protect those retirement assets. And uh, I'd like to share them with you. So give us a call. Numbers 336-391-3409. Let's set up a time to sit down and have a chat. And, you know, maybe all we do is have that chat. And Maybe I'm not right for you. I'm not right for everybody. But maybe I am right for you. And let's find out if that uh, that opportunity exists. All right, here's another issue. You know, we've known for quite a while that Americans haven't saved nearly enough money. And um, did you know that 60% of American people don't have enough in savings to cover a $500 emergency? I mean, can't write a check for $500. 70 to 80% don't have enough money to cover a $1,000 emergency. You know, I, I sit down and I tell everybody that I meet with that, that you ought to have your money in several different buckets, and one of those is an emergency fund. And, you know, I think at a minimum you ought to have three to six months' worth of living expenses in an emergency fund, and that's what we strive to do when we build our plans. Um, that's important because you never know when something's going to happen. You never know. I mean, we, I had to recently replace a roof. Because of hail damage. Now, thankfully, I have insurance that covered a lot of it, but I think I was out of pocket about $5,000. So, you know, things happen. Life happens, and you gotta, you got to be prepared for it. 34% have no savings, and half the country has no retirement savings. The median savings for people between the ages of 50 and 55 is $8,000. And people between 56 and 61, $17,000. You know, how in the world are these folks ever going to retire? 
Well, don't let that be you. Again, I'd like to sit down and have a chat with you. Let's talk about your retirement. Let's talk about how we can put safety belts on your retirement assets. Let's talk about putting a clear plan to get you through retirement, maintaining your standard of living without running out of money. So give me a call. Go on our website, thewealthguardians.com, or call us at the office at 336-391-3409. And we'll see you next week. Take care. 